Perfect. Welcome, everyone. It is Monday night, 7 p.m. in Phoenix. So guess what we're getting together for? Insights with Alicia, right? It's my favorite time of the week. I absolutely love it, love it, love it. We are in season two now. Woo so what do we do? We get together every week to gather, learn, and connect. I often say things and people always want to know more about it. People love the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things that I've experienced that have transformed my life, and I love being able to share these insights to help everyone, not just my clients. I talk about relationships, our behavior, so many life skills will literally change your life, and there are tools and ideas to support all these changes we want to make. And let's not forget about the animals. I talk about them too. I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. And a big welcome. Thank you um, for those of you listening as a podcast on Spotify or Apple. If you'd like the video version, please visit my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer, or even better, join us live on Monday nights. I would love to have you. And as always, those of you watching on Facebook, if you would like to comment, please join by the Zoom link because I am unable at this time to see the Facebook comments. Okay, that is all of the usual stuff. Thank you so much for joining. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hopefully you've got something good to drink. I just got water this evening. I do have a really, really um, super cool, big announcement that I want to share. This happened within the last ooh, less than 24 hours. So normally on insights with Alicia, however you happen upon it in whichever platform, podcast, video, live. Um, it's usually just me on here, right? Doing my thing. And I have the amazing opportunity um, to interview the unbelievable um, Liani Dawson. And that is going to be on March 6th. For those of you who don't know who Liani Dawson is, I recommend Googling her. She is just phenomenal. And she's a copywriter. She's a marketing guru. Um, she's written books. She has tons of courses out there for all kinds of things under the sun. If you want to write a book, if you want to create a class, if you want to get organized, she has a class on that. Um, she's Australian. She's 100% herself in every aspect of her life. And I am just so super over the moon grateful and um, can't believe that I'm going to get an opportunity to interview her for Insights with Alicia. Um, so March 6th is when that is going to be super, super excited. Okay. So what are we going to talk about tonight? What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about authority figures and how we hand over our power to them, right? Sometimes it, it just happens and we don't even know it's happening, especially if you've ever um, been a people pleaser or had any kind of trauma where you don't know how to use your voice or it hasn't been safe to use your voice, that sort of thing. Okay, so one of the things is as kids, right, we're taught to respect our elders, to listen to adults, etc. Now, there are times that I agree with this 100%, absolutely. Unfortunately, we are not taught to also listen to ourselves. We are taught that someone who is in an authority position absolutely knows more than us. We are taught to never question. This works against us in so many ways. It breaks my heart when I think of the number of children who are molested or raped um, and say nothing because it was an adult. And they're always supposed to do what an adult tells them. Now, here's the thing. Do people realize that they're teaching children to not listen to themselves, 
or to speak up for themselves when they are telling them to always listen to adults? No, it happens by default. It isn't a malicious action. And they're teaching it because they want their children to be safe, right? There are many times that children need to listen to adults to be safe. And my guess would also be that when they are teaching it, they're thinking of the adults in their inner circle, right? The safe adults. They're not thinking beyond to the unsavory adults that their children might come in contact with. So what does an authority figure mean? I think there's probably some similarities in how we all see this and some differences. Someone I see as an authority figure might not even register for someone else. And in the past, I've defined it unconsciously, of course, was someone that I deemed better than me, more intelligent than me, knew more than me. And this has shown up as doctors, mechanics, veterinarians, mentors, friends, teachers. And I'm sure there's a few more categories that I just can't think of right now. And my goodness, <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk about this tonight is because this showed up in my world in the last couple of months with veterinarians and it's been percolating around especially because I'm seeing it constantly happening with other people and their veterinarians right now. This isn't to judge a group of people or any particular profession. It's just where we're going to start the discussion. So what happens and what does it look like when we hand over our power to an authority figure? First, as I described before, we believe this person already knows more than us, etc. And so we completely cut ourselves off, right? And it's just an absolute that happens. And most of the time, we don't even know that it's happening. We completely stop listening to ourselves. And a lot of the time when we are interacting with someone we see as an authority figure, we are needing help. We are needing support in that moment. So we are being so challenged at that moment and we're not our full conscious selves. This is totally normal. So we don't feel good. We're scared and we just want some help. Dang it. We stop listening to ourselves even when we feel our intuition pulling on us because we doubt ourselves. And when we're in the presence of someone we've deemed as an authority figure, any small doubt we have gets magnified. And we spin on thoughts like, they know more than me. I'm not a doctor. What do I know? They are the experts. I can't possibly know more than them. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to seem high maintenance. I don't want to look needy or emotional. I don't want to be too much. Any of those resonate with anyone? I know that too much one hits a nerve. A lot of us have heard that in so many aspects of our lives. So as a result, we don't listen to ourselves and we agree to something that we may not want, something we don't understand, or something that isn't in our best interest. And then we receive the consequences of those decisions. So to give you some examples of what this can look like and why I am so passionate about this subject, here are some stories from my own experiences of when I have done this so many times, so, so many times, which is why I am just so passionate about this and, and what I teach people. So after my last head injury for years, the doctors did all kinds of things to my body that were not helpful. And I allowed it. I have a responsibility in this as much as they do. Do I beat myself up? Nope. Was I super sick and not really in a place to be able to make a sound decision? Yes. And it is still my body. This is where we get to learn how we trust and who we trust. I had a myriad of doctors that didn't listen, didn't want to get past their egos, and honestly really didn't care or were invested in me getting better. 
And this is the perfect storm for someone who didn't know how to speak up for herself, didn't even know how to use her voice. This was a really rough road and it made me who I am today. I wouldn't change it. I was misdiagnosed so many times. I had treatments that did more harm than good. I was on medications that did a lot of damage. And when I found my current team of people that put Humpty Dumpty back together again, it took them years to undo all of that damage by the previous people before they could even start to treat the actual head injuries and the other health challenges that come from it. As I said, not blaming or judging. I am being very clear, very honest, and very direct about this because I absolutely know this process is happening to someone else right now. People we have deemed authority figures are not listening and are doing harm. It doesn't matter what profession. It is our responsibility to choose differently if we don't want to keep creating the situation for ourselves. Um, as I said, this came up again recently because of right Pip's diabetes. The vet I had at the time was great until this diagnosis, and then they turned into completely different people. When I had questions, which is normal when you're trying to handle, you know, figure out how to manage a disease and keep your beloved pet alive, they responded as if I was out of line. The truth was they just couldn't answer my questions. And instead of saying, we don't know, they tried to gaslight. I did not do well with this at all. I was already overwhelmed with trying to do all the treatments. And then the people you're paying a crap ton of money to, <laughs> I know you all have been there, um, are not providing the service that you're paying for. In those moments, it is very easy to doubt ourselves. Like I said before, we are needing help and we are not in a full place. My friends were an amazing support team through all of this. And the reason I'm sharing this experience as one of the examples tonight is because I am seeing it happen constantly in the support groups that I'm in. People are talking about getting criticized for asking questions, not getting correct information, or getting information that is completely the opposite of what they need, information that's going to harm their pet. And you know that makes me crazy. And once again, not picking on any particular profession, I am giving examples of my own experiences and those around me. Um, another example, right? I know I'm not the only one with this. I have an amazing mechanic. I have an old truck. She's 25 years old. I've been driving her the whole time. I love her. And I know every sound that she makes. He knows that and he trusts me. I know though, when I have been to other mechanics, they don't listen. They think that they don't know what I'm talking about. And we won't even talk about the issue that I'm a woman, right? Because we know what that is. And it's a Another part, another situation where people can get taken advantage of because we are in need of services, right? In this instance, we're in need of mechanical services and we deem them as the authority. We hand over our power. Like I said, this isn't specific to mechanics. It's everywhere now. If you speak up, if you ask questions or do anything that isn't going with the flow or what else someone else wants, you're deemed a Karen, right? We all know what that means these days. In my own spiritual and personal growth journey, I handed over my power to people I deemed as authority figures. This had some interesting outcomes as well. <laughs> I listened to mentors where what they were saying wasn't a match for me at all. And because I bought into the belief of they've been doing it longer, so they must be the expert, my growth experience was hindered in a little challenging, just a little, just a little bit. <laughs> And I wouldn't trade any of it. All of these experiences have helped me grow as a person and find my voice. 
Now I get to help others as a result of all of these experiences, right? This isn't a place of judgment. We all do this. And when we start to recognize we're doing it, that is when we get to change it. So what does changing it look like? We pause. You guys hear me talk about the pause so many times. Um, And this pause can be really, really hard when we're scared or hurt. We remember that we have choices. We may not like the choices we have, and yet we have them because we want to remember that having choices is what gets us out of victimhood. And a lot of times when we remember this, we have choices, more choices actually show up in front of us. We can see them better than we could before. It's kind of like our, you know, head pops out of the water. We remember that we do know what we are talking about. We are intelligent. We do have something to offer to the situation. We are worthy of being listened to. We remember we do not need to have all of the answers. We remember that we were equal to every other person walking around on this planet. No one is above us and no one is below us. We get to use our inner circle support system. I know this can be really uncomfortable and these people are there to help us. We remember that we get to use our voice to state our needs and what will and what won't work for us. We remember we get to have people in our lives that will work in conjunction with us, not against us. And I know a lot of us have not really had a lot of experiences like that. Um, I am fortunate my current uh, doctor, right? The one that I've geez, had for years now. Um, he's my original intuitive mentor, just happened that way. Um, but when I first started to see him and I was so sick and I had so many symptoms and there were so many things uh, going on with the, you know, head injuries is not just your head getting whacked with something. Uh, it creates a whole domino effect of uh, challenges. And after being through what I described earlier, right, of all these other doctors and that sort of thing, when I met him, I was like, look, I don't expect you to cure me. I said, I know I have, you know, my body doesn't fit in your typical medical book, which has been a whole experience, learning experience for me on my own. I said, I am looking for people that are willing to just get in the car with me, just willing to take the drive and see where it goes and see what we can find and to work in conjunction with me to know that I don't expect them to have all of the answers. Because that's a lot of pressure for anyone that we're putting something on, which is, and and we're, you know, that's so the opposite of what we're taught in this society. We're so often taught, you know, we have to have all the answers, right? Someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer. That's like death, right? And now we just get to simply say, you know what? I, I don't know, but I can find out, or let me look into that for you. Or, you know what? That's not my area of expertise. Um, we don't have to know everything. And I am, this is one of my biggest challenges. Like I've come a long way with being able to be like, "Mm, I don't know, let's, let's see what we can figure out. Um, But I was one of those people where it was like death if I didn't know the answer to something. And um, so for people that are in the service industry, whether it's doctors, mechanics, vets, mentors, like it doesn't matter what it is, but people that we are paying for a service, people we are going to for support, I really invite everyone, like, if you don't know, simply say that. 
Because that is going to get you so much farther with the person you're trying to help than trying to gaslight them by trying to condescend and make them feel like they're too much for asking questions, by trying to dismiss anything that they're saying, right? Their concerns, their questions, the insights they have about their own body or their own in, um, situation, right? We do know what's going on. We're walking around in these bodies. So and it's one of those places, too, that those of us who are on this side, you know, the ones who are looking for the support, like we, my doctor, where we get to have the opportunity to provide space as well and not put that expectation on someone else that they have to know everything. And believe me, I get it's hard, especially if it's a medical situation where you do not feel good, you are scared. It is real. like we want someone to have all the answers. We want someone to have the cure. Um, so I'm not saying like, that's totally normal and let's open up the space a little bit to see what can be created because when anyone is in fear or feeling pressured, that constricts us. Right. And the intuition, the answers, the universe is trying to deliver all of that stuff. It's a little harder for it to get in. Whereas if we go, okay, let's see what's here. I am terrified out of my mind and you hear that and not, but, and let's see what's available here. If my doctor doesn't know, maybe he knows someone else who does, you know, it's, it's that place of what else is available and what else is possible here. So it it's this both sides of the relationship. It's like, we really want that the people we're going to, to be really honest with us and to be able to see and hear us in our responsibility. And that is also like remembering that everyone is human, you know, no one's perfect. No one has all of the answers. So you know, sometimes we just want someone to get in the car with us and see where this road takes us. Okay. Some of the other things we get to do is we uh, remember to check in with ourselves and our bodies to see if what we're pre being presented with is a match. And if it isn't, that is okay. So I want you to breathe because it really is okay. We get to choose again. These things will help you, you know, this list that I just talked about here, these things will help you regain or maintain your power when you are in challenging situations and are in need of others' assistance. Um, and it's, it's one of the things that I constantly teach my clients to check and see what is real tr and true for them. That's a sentence I use, like, is this real and true for you? Um, because like I said, as I said, handing over our power can happen in any profession. I have had clients who've come to me confused and hurt because they handed over their power and trusted someone who wasn't worthy of their trust and vulnerability. And I, it, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's really hard for me to stay in an open space and a completely non-judgmental space when people in my profession do these sort of things that we're talking about, do things that are unethical, do things that are unprofessional. And I know those are, you know, my adjectives, my judgments of the situation. Um, you know, it, it's just a different level that I hold myself to when, when other people in my profession don't, you know, maintain confidentiality. Um, a lot of things can be done that affects your client's world. And like I said, I have clients now that they've had other people before they've met me. And I, I do, there's part of me that's like, gets super mad. I'm like, you're, you're making this harder, right? It's like intuitive life coaching is already people view it as a little different. It's like just trying to help people. And every profession has people who are unethical. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, 
And it's why I teach um, my clients to always, 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 always check what's real and true for them. And for me, right, the cool part is, is I create a safe place for them um, to see when something is challenging them and for them to practice speaking up with someone who isn't going to attack them back. It's the most amazing thing. And their body gets to heal and reprogram themselves or itself in that moment. Um, oh, and I wanted to share this too. It was funny because I was talking with someone today, um, about a situation and I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm going to talk about tonight. <laughs> and he was talking about, um, that he has hired an attorney for a divorce and, you know, the, the whole attorney world, the, the law practice world has really changed. It's just done so much now by email, right? There's not as much face-to-face. There's not as much on the phone, actual conversations in the moment happening. And we were talking about how he's a little concerned because he's only ever spoke with his attorney one time on the phone. Um, and he's like, I don't, I don't know what the strategy is for, you know, what, what we're doing with all of this and um, how we're going to handle everything. And, you know, I, I was talking to him about like, well, what, you know, yes, there's a price that you have to pay, right. To have a face-to-face with your attorney. And what's the price of what it's doing to you now? Like the stress it's causing you, the stress it's on your mental and your physical health of that always sort of, remember we talked about hidden drama. This is one of those examples of where it's just kind of back there always spinning and like, Oh, I don't know what we're going to do with that. And what are we going to do with that? And, and, he was kind of in the place of like, well, they're the expert. And I said, I understand they're the expert. I said, and they're working for you. I said, you get to, if you choose to, right? Million choices in here. Everybody gets to choose. I invited him. I'm like, if it's a match, you get to have this happen. You get to ask these questions and you get to speak up if what they're saying to you isn't how you want to handle the situation. And they get to, you know, either be like, all right, well, then we're going to do it this way. Or we have another idea or we're not the people for you. It, it was that place of where, you know, we sort of put ourselves on the back foot. We sort of just kind of sat back and go, well, they, they know everything that they're doing. Yeah. Cause one, that's what we're paying them for. We are paying them to be the expert. Expert is different than authority figure, right? Because if we're seeing them as an authority figure, we put them above. We're saying, oh, what they say is more important. What they're saying is very valuable. It's not more important than us though. There's a very big difference between importance, significance, and value. And so this is one of those places where it's like, yeah, your questions, you totally get to ask them if you want to. And excuse me, you get to be comfortable with what they're saying. You get to decide. So it was just so cool that, like I said, I had all these other examples of, you know, the things from my own life. And then today I happened to be having a conversation with someone and I was like, oh God, it's a see, this is a thing. It's really, really happens. It's not just me <laughs> that does this. Um, so I hope that this was helpful. I hope, you know, now that there's, we've just shed light on this sort of thing that happens in the background. Like I said, we're taught to listen to authority figures. We're taught to always listen to adults and that sort of thing. And we're not taught as much to listen to ourselves because it's just as valid. We absolutely do need other people's, um, input and support in our life. Like, right. That's what we pay them for. And our own intuition is just as important. So how do we create the relationship where both of them exist? How do we, um, you know, join them and connect in a way that's going to be a contribution to everyone involved. So that is what we spoke about this evening. I hope those steps of like, 
when you find yourself in that situation, even if you're feeling like a little bit of deer in headlights or like, this is the only, this is the only option in front of me, right? Like this is the only doctor. This is the only mechanic. This is the only, um, vet. This is the only, um, attorney. I'm trying to think what else This is the only two life coach. Right. And I've been there. I've been in those spots over and over and over, which is why I had so many examples of what tonight's topic looks like. Um, and I do it less now, you know, I do it less. And it's, it's one of those things that hopefully even having the conversation about it starts to spark some things in the back of your mind or someone else, right? You know, I'm always big on like, share this stuff with everyone, because if you know that someone else has this challenge, then maybe when they hear, um, you know, this video or this podcast, that it starts to shift and change some things for them. So that is all for this Monday. It went by super, super fast. Um, it's so funny. It's very long when it's written. <laughs> it cracks me up. Sometimes I just talk really, really fast. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope you have an amazing week. I will see you next Monday. Um, and as always, if you know someone, like I was saying, that this video can help, please share it with them. It'll be uploaded tonight on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer. Um, subscribe, like, thumbs up, do all the things so it gets to more people. Please, please, please. Um, you can sign up for my blog, my newsletter. Uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two that I'm on. I would love to uh, have you join me along this crazy journey. And thank you to everyone who listens as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, and all of the other platforms. And always, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things like this that I get to give to people. If you feel led to donate, the links are in um, the event listing. There are multiple options. And as always, if anything I talked about tonight makes you want to reach out, learn more, book a session, schedule a free discovery call. Let's see what we can create together because this is this is really, really good stuff. And like I said, it just popped up today with another person, not even only my own experiences. Um, and once again, super excited, uh, for March 6th, March 6th. Yes. Um, for Liani Dawson is going to, um, like I said, I'm going to get a chance to interview her and it will be on insights with Alicia. So stay tuned. I will be talking about it until it happens because I'm so super, super excited. She's an amazing, amazing person. Um, all right, everyone have a great week. It was wonderful to see you all. Thank you all for joining me live. I love when you do that. And um, we'll see you next week and see what the universe wants us to talk about. Okay, everyone. Bye-bye.